0: Daniel Patrick Monaghan once said, a responsible government does not triple the national debt in eight years. Keep this in mind, as we discussed today, the current state of the US national debt and what does it mean to you? My name is Dr. David Walleru, And my name is Dr. Ross Stewart. And you are watching Geopolitics in Conflict.
1: We'd like to welcome you if you're a first-time viewer we'd like to welcome you back if you've been here many times before and for those of you who have not yet subscribed we encourage you to do so one of the things that does for us is it allows us to reach many more viewers and as you know our dedication is to giving you information that impacts your life
0: and your family and so please subscribe if you haven't already Indeed, Ross. And also, we take this opportunity to let you know about our membership. Uh, Check it out at the geopoliticsinconflict.com. In that membership, we offer uh, live uh, presentations, we offer live Q&As, and we discuss a host of issues that we cannot discuss on this platform, you know, for the obvious reasons. So, to all of you, we want to say thank you for your support. Back to our topic. David, something important is happening
1: in, ja- in December. I said January. Yeah. No, it's happening in December. Christmas. That too.
0: <laughs> the Congress has to vote on the debt ceiling. Indeed, it's not a laughing matter. So we just wanna sort of inject some sense of humor here, whatever, but, but on, a, on, a, on a serious note, it is indeed. Congress has to go back now in December and it's gonna be a showdown for the need to increase the debt ceilings. And why is that important to you, you may ask? Well, it's because without raising, without raising the debt ceilings, you know, there are gonna be some serious, serious problems in America making its financial obligations. In other words, paying its obligations. Well, what about shutting down the government also? No, oh, that's a nightmare. Because here is what's going to happen if the death scene is not raised. The military will not be paid. Federal workers will not be paid. Social Security checks will not be dispersed. And you can just see the list on and on and on. You know, then how this is going to impact the average family in America who lives paycheck to paycheck. Some of them might be depending on Social Security checks. You know, and the question becomes is how did we get ourselves into all this? Because it is a mess how about overspending well that's that's the obvious you know and and uh, because there is no fiscal responsibility whatsoever i don't get it i don't understand uh, why the government doesn't realize that when you don't have a lot of money to spend you can you can spend more than what you earn it's common sense so why are we going and spending so much money in the defense when we have other obligations to meet.
1: Or how about the declaration of our government that says, we're here for the well-being of the American people. You mean for the well-being of the elite? That's, who, that's who's benefiting from this. In the last year, we've seen the greatest transfer of wealth to the wealthy in history of humanity well,
0: you think about it in terms, and this is why we believe this is of crucial, uh, this is of great importance to you to understand this dynamics. Uh, Washington or the media for that matter is not going to be breaking down uh, this kind of information in a simple language that you and I, an average citizen, we all are average citizens here, can understand. That is the whole reason why we want to do this. Well, here is the 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 sad news. You know, we don't like to be the bearer of sad news, but it is the truth. It is the reality. The United States, for the amount of money it printed recently, you know, reaches about thirty eight percent since the beginning of the United States for the last two hundred years. Oh my God! Yeah, and all this printing. The question becomes: Is you know where this money is coming from? You know, which means what the government is not saying is that you and all of us will bear the cost of this printing of of the dollars and sadly our children will bear the cost of this oh for sure because you pass that to the next generation absolutely is it their fault no it's not and if you talk to young people a whole lot of them are aware of this well, you look no further than like now you get young, young people that moving back home with the mom and dad. You know, they can't afford the rent, car payment, student loan payment, health care and all the other necessities.
1: This, I think is the biggest migration that this
0: country has seen of children going back to live with their parents. Yeah, it, it's sad to see where the country is headed. And then you take into consideration with all this, the current economic conditions in the country. You know, uh, the, I don't understand why the media has to sugarcoat uh, certain information rather than say it's straightforward to the American people so they can be aware of the reality as is. You know, for example, you talk about inflation, with well, right. the government saying, yeah, it's 2%. Well, you and I know it's not true. You've been in a supermarket. You you know, we've been in grocery stores, Ross. You know, I've said on other shows,
1: I actually interviewed somebody who was a wholesaler for food in a department, in a grocery store. And they said as of May, it was up 8.4%. That was in May for food prices going up. And when I go to the the stores I go to, Mm -hmm. the
0: prices are up at at least that much. Yeah, and they are not coming forward. They are not disclosing to the American people that the the, the 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 debt that's being raised now regarding the mortgages, it reached about fifteen trillion dollars. You know, I have a real complaint, David. Yeah, go ahead. My favorite restaurant,
1: my favorite barbecue place, twelve dollars to nineteen dollars this
0: year. And how much you used to pay for that? Twelve. Twelve.
1: Now I pay nineteen.
0: Wow. I wow, wow. going, (laughs) yeah, talk about sticker shock. Yeah. So for average citizen or average family, you know, now you add the cost of energy. Which which is skyrocketing. skyrocketing. You're right. You add the cost of uh, of, uh, inflation, you add other necessities and all that. Well, families are living paycheck to paycheck. And the US government is saying, oh, just print more money. Well, wait a minute. (laughs) Because you are printing more money, it doesn't solve the issue. Is first of all weakening the currency. Yes. Second, is the purchasing power will not be there. What your dollar or ten dollars buys today, it's not gonna buy that tomorrow. And they are not breaking down this simple uh, terminology to average uh, citizens so he or she can start to think about ways of planning to move forward. And that's the big concern in Congress because. While Congress bickers about all this, they're looking for their own interest anyway. How typical.
1: Yeah. You know, you and I talk about this so frequently, either on camera or off, about the government is, the people in the government are not openly declaring, we're here to help the quality of life of the American people. And you see other, other nations, China's the perfect example, Russia's another example, but those are just some examples or whether the government actually declares it, whether they do it
0: or not, they at least declare it. Exactly, yeah. And, and, uh, and the, bigger, the, bigger, the biggest issue that I have also is with, now the United States is going about, you know, stoking tensions in some part of the world. Well, stoking tensions is going to require funding, you know. You're taking funding out of every citizen and deploying it somewhere else in the world? For what?
1: I've never added it up, but how much money was spent from 2003 on to foster peace in the Middle East?
0: Oh, uh, you know. Well, just the war in Iraq by itself, the cost, the the price tag was about 6.4, based on the last uh, uh, numbers that I that I checked. Trillion dollars. dollars. Six point four trillion dollars.
1: And what what about the most recent one with the pullout? How much was that one?
0: Oh, for for Afghanistan, this saying it was just like one. It's more than that. It's at least 2.7 at least and I'm not certain of this number but it's around that figure it, it's a big number so we're seeing somewhere around 10 trillion dollars yeah. what could what could the government have done in this country for 10 trillion dollars yeah. and the other question is how what had what have we accomplished oh yeah. that's the other key questions why have we accomplished you know sending soldiers over there you know I, I was a former military myself so you know yeah, my, my, uh, my military background, it's kind of slightly different in a sense, but, uh, you know, I've been in those parts of the world. I've been in Iraq. I've been in Afghanistan. I saw with my own eyes. And the question has always been in the back of my mind is, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know, because, you know, does an average citizen in the United States understand why are we spending this much money for us to be here?
1: Well, you know, a question that we very frequently ask, and we invite you to ask as well, is who's benefiting from these incursions into other nations' business?
0: Yeah. Well, look at it no further than the recent report from the Pentagon regarding China's nuclear, uh, you know, now we call it the weapons of mass destruction, the fear, the fear mongering. So uh, it's almost like a deja vu of a ranking. You know? Oh. You know, and, and earlier wars. Yeah. And and can you imagine the cost now is going to be associated with that? We already uh, and we're going to have a link for you guys for the budget of the Department of Defense. Uh, the budget of defense is already been proposed for 2022. The <laughs>
1: the amount my mouth drops open when I hear 778 billion
0: dollars. Indeed. Indeed, you think about, you know, countries around the world don't spend that kind of money. No country. I mean, you take the NATO combined, they won't even reach that point. They reach about 423, if I'm not mistaken.
1: My understanding is the top 20 defense budgets in the world do not equal what the United States is doing.
0: No. And for what good does it do you and David and me? Exactly. And when you have our own infrastructure that is crumbling before our eyes, you got like uh, water pipes. Like in some areas in New York, not to pick on New York City here, whatever. I, I love New York, so. But, but water pipe that they've been there for almost a century, uh, all that stuff, that's part of what infrastructure is all about. And yes, we are going and spending money on, on, on problems that has no. no, no you know,
1: you, you mentioned a thing about water pipes. I used to live in New York City and yeah. had to have a plumber come in to fix the piping.
0: Uh-huh.
1: The pipe was about that big and 80% of it was clogged with rust and sludge. Going, that's going, that is one of our top cities in the the country. And that's what the water system
0: is like. And even when you look at New York City, the big city, great city and all that, and you look at their subway system, as an example.
1: It's remarkably ugly. It's remarkably in disrepair. You compare it with anything, you compare it with Moscow, for example, you compare it with Berlin, or you compare it with, with Shanghai, those, those are modern, well, well cared for subway systems or transportation systems. New York, abominable. Yeah,
0: yeah. so this idea of this debt ceiling, uh, it's going to become a showdown. And, and again, who's going to be hurt in the process? Is you. you. And us. And us, of course. Yeah, we are average citizens like you. So, But we are pushing. Forward with bringing the truth to the American people for them to understand what is going on. A government, the government, is not going to come forward and say, "Yeah, we want to uh, print more money." They're going to just do it, you know, right? Because you think about the Federal Reserve in this case, because the Federal Reserve is the ones that are pushing for all this one. Well, Federal Reserve, most Americans do not know that is not a federal agency. It's a private corporation it's a bank It's a cartel of banks basically that's why you never had the Federal Reserve ever being out of it no but you and the rest of us will be out of it so you got the idea of where this is all going and why you know and where is gonna stop what we don't see is any real incentive
1: to stop It's like the economy is boxed into
0: a remarkably awful situation exactly, well, because it benefits the elite. there are only specific segments in society that benefits from all this,
1: and do they benefit?: Yeah,
0: you know, even though you and I understand the concept of the government is for the people, by the people. You know what Benjamin Franklin was asked when the first time he was at the convention and after he got out of the meeting, they asked him. What have you accomplished there? You know what was his answer? What? He said we have a republic if you can keep it. Oh. Well, you might there's some steps that we can take to
1: reclaim a republic. Yeah. And as I said in an earlier show, every legislator in Washington has a system where they get feedback from their from their uh constituents. Uh, thank you, constituents. Yeah. yeah. And it's very powerful if you send them an email with a very specific message of some issue that you've got that you want their, them to vote on. Yeah. And it's easy to get a short message. And even though they don't pay much attention to your individual one, they do tallies. Mm-hmm. And very frequently the legislators say, okay, it's 55% here, 37% here, we're voting this way. Let people know. Let exactly. people, and also let people, let the legislators know you're
0: being watched. Exactly. No. But just to take this on the bigger picture, Ross, is the idea of, uh, and we always like to do this one here by providing a comparison. You know, you take another country in the world that at least that is moving in the right direction and, and we could think of China. Yeah. Well, why not promoting China here? It's just because China is a real example of how, for example, when you look at infrastructure, Right, You see where China is. You look at even space program where China is. The bottom line to it is that they are doing whatever they are doing to benefit their citizens, the welfare of these citizens. You know, moving the massive people from poverty, alleviate that for, for over a half billion people. That is so impressive that they've actually done it
1: and have a working model that they've been actively working on for 30 years yeah. that works. What a, model it, what a model that is for government action to actually benefit the people.
0: Yeah, and this is one of the uh, issues that here in the United States, and every citizen doesn't understand the dynamics in Washington, how it works, you know. Because what you see is not what it is, you know. It's a very different ball game altogether inside Congress. And what am I referring to here? I'm referring to the, the power of lobbyists behind the scenes that can maneuver legislation one direction or another lobbyists is not going to be advocating for your cause they're advocating for their cause whether it's a country in the middle
1: east that produces oil and oh. says no don't build your own refineries no close those pipelines
0: we'll, we'll uh, provide you right we'll
1: provide, we'll provide it for
0: you <laughs> oh yeah and by the way the price is now up 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 and up some more exactly so this is the, those are the dynamics and to tie this one to this idea of the the national debt ceiling is because you take for example and I'm not picking uh, pointing fingers here at the defense contractors but they're gonna be pushing for more now with this report that came out from the Pentagon, you're gonna see money allocated now for, oh, we're gonna develop even, even more. more. You know, like we don't have enough nuclear warheads. Five thousand <laughs> five hundred. Why do we need more? What for? It becomes like it defies logic to even think, what do you need all this for? All it takes is one. Right. Yeah. And it'll be over. Right. So why are we building all this for and the waste of money that can be used to help citizens. This, the standard
1: of living of the American people should be the and protection mm-hmm. should be the utmost at the top of the priority list of what our government is all about.
0: Not transferring wealth to the wealthy. No, and this is what we wanted to give you a heads up. I, I know the timing of it, given that Christmas is coming. It's usually it's uh, you know a holiday for being cheerful, spending with the family, and all that. But at the same time, the reality is that there will be some families out there that they're not going to have Christmas that you and I, especially with all those containers sitting off off the coast of California. Oh, that's another nightmare, Ross. I still wonder. I still wonder why the government doesn't. Give the orders for those to move to Florida so they can be uh, unloaded. You know. Exactly. You know, so it becomes political. So and this is when you realize, you know, is the government playing with the lives of the average citizen? Maybe that's the bottom line for today. I think so. I think so. So that's why we wanted to share this with you to keep you informed as to what's taking place. So you won't be surprised if you hear something coming out of the government saying, oh, we're printing more money. (laughs) Then all of a sudden you are noticing. And it's for your own good. For your own good. (laughs) You're right. And you are noticing prices going up beyond what you used to uh, purchase or afford only a few months ago. So
1: we can't tell you how much we appreciate your viewing and how much we appreciate you subscribing. That is utmost important to us right now in terms of getting this message out. We want people to have quality information so they at least have a fighting chance of making the right kind of decisions and taking the right kinds of actions.
0: Indeed, Ross, and that's what we stand for, is providing our viewers with the right information so they can make the right decision that is good for them. So, And as always, stay informed till next time. Bye-bye.